Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? Uh, <laughs> We're coming in hard yeah, today, yeah. brother. I'm actually very tired. I stayed up all night playing Roller Champions. Um, which did sound pretty Which good. it's... Dude, listen. There was a game I had last night. What, look up, watch gameplay. It's fucking fun. It's so fun. Sure, it is, it's by Ubisoft, and Ubisoft has... Has made a good game since I don't know when, and the launcher One sucks. Of the, I heard some of the Assassin's Creeds were good. Oh uh, yeah, they're okay, but like they haven't made a good Assassin's Creed in years, years. I guess Rainbow Six Siege is okay. Um, oh, it's yeah, still yeah. okay. Oh damn, Ubisoft yeah. does Rainbow Six. Yeah, right. it's still a good game. I still enjoy it, but uh, other than that, garbage. And your launcher sucks too, Ubisoft. <laughs> Um. Oh, uh, that dude. I knew their that. launcher it crashes every couple minutes, and I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. This game it's is just so that it's fun. really hard when you have millions and millions of dollars to do uh, your job right. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm not sure You're, why, but because I've never had millions and millions of yeah, dollars, same. and I have to do my job right all the time. But something at some point, you just stop being counted. Yeah, for yeah. The things that you produce. And you I, can't, I can't wait until we get there. Yeah, the same. Just Spotify, you're sign a, us. You're a multi-dollar company. Come uh, on now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this um, does look pretty dude, sick. It's, so, it it kind of gives me Rocket League vibes. It's it's pretty much Rocket League, but on roller skates. Yeah, um, that's really lit. And instead of the goal being like a regular goal, the goal is on the side of the wall, so you have to throw the ball into it. Um, Extremely annoying... Um, trailer because I was trying to see what the fuck the gameplay yeah. looked like and it did not show it, it, me so. It's, nine, it's yeah. Ubisoft. What the fuck do you expect? Okay, here we go. This is what I was Dude, it's... For. Okay, I, yeah. I'm absolutely this is what addicted, I imagined. addicted to that shit. It does. Man, I'm this is cool. Is it on the PlayStation? It, uh, no, I think That's it's a PlayStation controller. On, is it? Is That's it? What it he's might be on... It might be. I thought it was only on Xbox, but I could be wrong. I had a game last night I was playing where it was like we were facing... We were on some other team... Um... Oh, shit. Yeah, you can get it. It's ten bucks. It's also cross platform, so yeah. we can play it together. Um, I was, dude, I was playing. So when you go around the map once, that's worth one point. If you go around twice, that's worth three points. If you go around three times at the in the same time with the ball and not get oh, it taken out of your hands, okay. it's five points. So. Uh, and like the other team has to like hit you, they like ram into you and take the ball, and then it resets your okay, time. I'm and it. Uh, so I'm gonna get. It. I was playing last night, and we were fucking. Uh, we were down. It was like it was four to um three. It was four to like two. So like we were down by two, and um uh we're going around the map once, and I'm like, just go ahead and fucking score, so we can at least have a little more time to try to win. And then the dude is like, no, nah, I'm going around again. I was like. All right, man, let's fucking see how it goes. So he gets a pretty hearty lead, and then um, one of of the dudes, because you can grab onto your teammates. You can grab onto your teammate's shirt and launch yourself forward. And so the other guy grabbed onto my shirt and launched himself forward because the other team is hot on our ass right now. And... Gets in front of the guy. The guy passes the ball to him, and then I grabbed the dude's shirt who just passed the ball and threw myself forward oh. and got in front of the dude with the ball, and he threw it to me, and I threw it, and we scored. Oh. It was like the game, because as soon as you get five points, you're done. So oh. uh, 
we immediately got five points and fucking won. And I was like, that was the coolest shit. Yeah, that sounds ever, really fun. Dog. It was so fun. That's awesome. It is also very frustrating. Like, I bet. I mean, Rocket League's frustrating as fuck. Well, because sometimes, like, you don't... People will leave during a match, so you get stuck with an AI who does fucking nothing. Oh. It, like, holds the ball and just, like, goes. And then it's like, pass it here, and it's like, I'm no. good. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> okay. dude. Okay. You piece of shit, but it's a super, super fun game. Oh! What? Um... Let's see. I saw. Did I see something in the theaters? Oh, I saw the Northman. Oh yeah, oh, you said it was good. Amazing. Yeah. You, have you got? Have you even seen it yet? No, I dude. Not. I put in an official podcast recommendation uh, to go watch it. I, I have heard good things about, it, but I also heard like it didn't do too well in the theaters. It, it didn't do too well, and even because Robert Eggers is weird, he made The Witch. You know, like The Witch isn't like a movie that everybody likes. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't like it, you're just uncultured and yeah. you can't read good. That's, That's all. It's so good, dude. And it's like. I, I didn't know what the movie was going to be like, but it's, like, brutal and, like, fantasy and, and like, very metal. Nice. Just so nice. metal. They're, they fight in a volcano, bro. That's sick. That's, That's badass. Just, it's awesome. That's yeah, you should sick. definitely check that yeah, one out. Yeah, we went and saw everything everywhere all at once. What did I see in the theaters? Men. I'm fucking blanking on you right now. saw Men. Men, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we talked about uh, it. That's right. We did talk about everything everywhere all at yeah. once. I still need to go it's see really that. Good. I need, I need was, to go see Top Gun, too. It was super good. Um, everyone, I people talking about Top Gun are like, man, we didn't know how great Miles Teller was. Um, and I'm like, listen, I think Miles I Teller like is Miles a fantastic Teller. actor. I like him a lot, but I also heard he's a fucking asshole. I heard that too. Um, yeah, I heard he is a giant asshole in public. And I'm like, listen, buddy, but he's pretty. Yeah. I, I'm like, listen, buddy, you don't, you're not in enough good movies to be an asshole. Like, yeah, dude, you're in War Dogs. Yeah, War Dogs. War Dogs is good. It's okay. Not the best. Yes, yeah, no. And I think no. you were in like that movie College. Oh, he, was, he was also in Whiplash. Whiplash I don't think I saw a, Whiplash. Whiplash was amazing. Was it? Was, he did a really good job. I um, think he had to have actually played the drums because I think the movie would have been unfilmable Whiplash. if he didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. No, I remember that Can't movie. I never saw it. it. Look that up. 2014. Um, but. Yes, uh, he did. Yeah. Did he really play the drums? Yeah, he did. Nice. Cool. 99% they said. Oh, shit. Yeah. Good. He had to just become a really good drummer. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> All right, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's pretty tight. Okay. Well, well. That's like when uh, Jamie Foxx learned the cello for like, Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. that's a great movie. That's insane. Um, that dude can do everything. Shout I out love. to Miles Teller for learning how to play the drums. But yeah. also, I heard you're an asshole. Yeah, don't be a piece of so shit. You want to call in and defend yourself. Don't be a piece of, we don't need means. more pieces of shit. Like Tom yeah, Hiddleston. Yeah, we need good people. Wait, not dog. Tom Hiddleston. Who's the dude from Silicon Valley? I don't know. What's that guy's name? Is it not Tom Middleditch? Tom Middle Thomas Middleditch. Tuttle, Thomas. That's Middleditch. really confusing. There are. I just realized now those are two different dudes. Thomas Middleditch. Thomas. Middleditch. He's a piece of shit, and so is T.J. Miller. Oh, is that guy an asshole? Oh yeah, he is. Really? He like apparently like got famous and like started pressuring his wife into opening the marriage just because. Oh, to I saw hooves. that dude. Yeah. I saw where they were like he was like we got married. Then I said we're gonna have to get a little un like. Uh, what is it? Untraditional or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, you waited till marriage to do shit. that? It's like, why he started getting famous? Dude, it's just like, now I want to plow. Yeah, piece of shit. And he's like an ugly little weirdo. Don't yeah. fucking be like that. Kind of looks like a rat. And then TJ Miller was the one who called in that fucking fake bomb threat when he was drunk on a on a train and he went to prison. 
That dude? Yeah. That dude's kind of funny. To he me. is really funny. <laughs> He's really funny. <laughs> It'd be like finding out Danny McBride did something like that and be like, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is kind of hilarious. I didn't know he did that. I had he, never. Uh, apparently, DJ Miller is like horrible to work with. Is dude. he really? He's like an obnoxious piece of that His sucks. character in Silicon Valley is kind of who he is. Yeah. Which is not He was fun. really funny in Deadpool. He was, like, hilariously oh, yeah. funny in Deadpool. Yeah. So I was like... I mean, Andy's amazing in Silicon Valley when he, like, fights that... Slaps that kid. <laughs> he just brought shit to a piss <laughs> fight. <Yeah>. God. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that uh, shit. He's funny, but... Uh, I don't just, call him fake don't, threats. Yeah, don't do that. Don't be an asshole. Unless you have, like, a test that day and you're going to yeah, study. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, I'm like, something important. There was something else I was going to bring up. I can't... I know. I was trying to blank into... I, um, I feel like I saw or did something that was worth talking yes, about, but now I'm blanking on it. But I'm trying to think. Cause Cause we were so talking rare. about movies. Yeah. Um, I had my ketamine dosage yesterday, and I thought I was never coming back. Really? Yeah, I was like, I'm stuck here forever. Hell yeah. It was tight. It was a good time. It was That's a little scary, good. but it was... It's good for you. Yeah, a little bit of scare during your trips is, is not a bad thing, you know? Um... Oh, we were, I was going to talk about, but we already did in person, was the Bo Burnham outtakes. Oh, yeah. No, That's we what can it talk was. about it now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you guys got to see it. It's incredible. It's so good. He had so many songs on yeah, there. Yeah, that I were bangers, dude. Dude, bangers. Yeah. Not only were they great songs, they were really funny, and I just can't believe how much content and talent he's just like, I don't need this. Yeah, I, cut it I'm out. good. Unbelievable. Like, I think Bo Burnham is one of the best comics he's of, one of the our most time. Ta- yeah, I think yeah. he's one of the most talented oh, yeah. Yeah, artists of our time, just, to be yeah, honest. It, not even just a comic, just a singer-songwriter. No it's, artist, I can't think of any artist who could cover the breadth that he has. Yeah. Like, that dude yeah. has made, he, he made the, a Gregorian chant, he made the 50s swing bop, like a modern dance hall song, you know, like he can just he can do it all. I wonder what he's like in like real life. I bet he's the same person. I bet he's pretty authentic. Yeah, I think that's I, kind of his whole thing. I mean, that's in in that's like that's the best thing you can be. Cause I agree. It was like what was it? Jim Carrey that was like everyone was basically being like, why? Like, what happened to the way that you used to be? Like, why are you like this now? Because he's all like philosophical and shit, and like, and paints but, and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. He has some really and good paintings too. His like quote was something along the lines of like, when you portray yourself as a character, you either become that character until who you are dies, or that character dies. And he was like, that character's dead. And I was like, wow, I like that. I That's really that. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I think authenticity is the best thing you can portray when it comes to, especially if you're like doing stuff in the public eye. I agree. You just be that person. And like yeah. people either really like you or they really don't. It's it's a gamble, but I'm completely fine with people not liking me. It's worked out. Great. I really like yeah. <laughs> I really like the podcast skit where they're like uh they're like talking. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, we're being attacked <laughs> by these SJWs and then he's like, Well you know you just can't do that because that's and like the other the other him is like gay, and he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah well, well, no, no we can't no, say that. No, we can't, no, we're gonna get canceled now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or the uh, interview with the like all white crew, the Bo yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and they all have this shit to say about themselves. And then when it's like a serious thing, everybody's like dead. Yeah, silent. and he's like, oh, you know, I was gonna, you know, I, that's a great question. And if you <laughs> didn't ask that question, I was gonna ask you to ask that question because <laughs> he's like, I don't see any people of color or women in your uh, in your crew. Can you address that? And he's like, yeah, it's gonna be a great question. I was gonna have you ask that question if you didn't already ask it. So. 
I uh, love that shit. It was he, very good. He also, the ads that he did were really yeah. good. I, was I like, wear jeans can... because <laughs> jeans don't watch the news. <laughs> jeans. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just like, damn, he could be like a pretty good marketing director yeah. too. Like, he, he just has so much talent. It's a good fucking range. Oh, seriously. Remember uh, when we had the idea of making our own ads and putting them in between It's here? too much work. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of if work. If we had like more time. Yeah. Where... Or you guys paid us. Yeah. I you mean. Guys paid us for it. I don't know if they would be paying. No, us. you know they. <laughs> yeah, they, somebody, somebody <laughs> vaguely Spotify, gestures into the world. Jeffrey Bezos, yeah. whoever Bezos bucks, um, be like my favorite murder, which I really like their podcast. It's it's kind of actually the only podcast I listen to. I don't uh-huh. listen to other podcasts. Excuse me, I don't listen to other podcasts besides them and like uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast because he's my favorite comedian. And I oh, listen yeah. to our own podcast, but um. They just, like, gave exclusive rights to Wondery of their podcast, which is owned by Amazon. Oh. And everybody was like, everyone's like, you you give your money, you give your podcast to Amazon, now it's going to go down a hill, I can't support this. Like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> I, like, I, you weren't supporting yeah. them financially, yeah, bro. They for real, the they got to pay the bills, dude. Fucking like, sorry. We've said this once and we'll say it again. We talk a lot of shit about Amazon and every other big corporation, but we will sell out. Like, oh, yeah. in a heartbeat, we will sell out. We I just took poor. money from Hulu. Hulu. Like, yeah. uh, we're going to sell out. Which is Disney. Yeah, which is Disney. You took yeah, Disney money. Disney money. You I took, took mouse, mouse money, money, dude. I don't give a fuck, bro. Filthy granted. You know, if you're worried about it, I will never sell out to the point where, like, I will never not be me. I will, like, never, like, compromise on what I want to make and, and the shit I want to put out. But also, if you're paying me millions of dollars, I will tweak a little bit of yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, my favorite tidbit is that uh, ICP, we've talked about this before, ICP was under, I think, Hollywood Records, which is a subsidiary of Disney, and so yes. the Insane Clown Posse were Disney princesses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now you have joined that yeah. fucking the elite ranks, squad. Dude, yeah. I'm a Disney princess. Uh, um, you want to start our content? You're going first today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so bummed about uh, it. Let me pull my goddamn notes. How many pages are your notes? Four. Oh, that's what I thought it said it was me long. No, I told you it was four. No, oh, well, I mean four is long for this season. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna be covering the Halifax explosion. Um, every time I hear the word Halifax, you see, you've seen Goon, Goon. Right? yeah, yeah, it reminds me of like the Halifax, yeah. Halifax. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I say. Um, oh wait, hold, no, wait, shit, nope, don't want to watch that. Anyways, I'm covering the Halifax fucking explosion, so shut your stupid mouth, because I know you guys are talking along with us in this podcast. That's true. Stop talking. Don't ever talk. Shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. (laughs) He's talking. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to be talking about the Halifax explosion, which took place December 6th, 1917. It's one of the largest non-nuclear explosions to ever take place uh, domestically. Um, so in Halifax, Nova Scotia, we have the Halifax Harbor. So in 1917, one side of the harbor is Halifax, the other side of the harbor is Dartmouth, um, Dartmouth, and uh, Dartmouth, Dartmouth, mouthful. This isn't Canadian, yeah, right? Canadia. Okay. So the uh, Halifax Harbor was basically a large basin called the Bedford Basin, and ships would come through. They only had one entrance, though. It was through this passageway called the Narrows. Um, because it was super narrow, obviously. Mm. 
pretty interesting I'm seeing, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the two towns had a combined population of around sixty-five thousand. Uh, the Halifax Harbor was incredibly hustling and bustling, as it was a key strategic harbor for ships bound for Europe during the World War, because we were in the middle of a World War. Um, so a few days before the disaster, a Norwegian ship, the SS Emo, which is funny, docks at Halifax Harbor. <laughs> is it and, really called yeah, Emo? Yeah, it's called <laughs> Emo. <laughs> but it's called oh, IMO. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, SS Emo. Yeah. You gotta use that for Emo. Now. I know, right? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so the Halifax, or the SS Emo docks at the Halifax Harbor and awaits supplies. Unfortunately for... The SS Emo, uh, some of the goods it required, one of the really importance being its resupply of coal, was late to the so th- was late. So the ship was there longer than anticipated. Um, I had a burp. Hold on, never mind. The SS Emo was cleared to leave cleared to leave September or I'm God September December fifth, but the loading of goods had taken too long. And by the time they were done, the submarine nets had been placed at the harbor to protect German ships, uh, to protect ships from German oh, U-boats. Yeah. That have, uh, and the submarine nets had been raised, so no ships were able to leave or enter. Um, at the same time, the SS Mont Blanc uh, was facing the same issue, just on the other side of the nets. They had arrived at the harbor too late in the day, and the submarine nets had been raised, so it was. They were stuck waiting outside of the harbor uh-huh. until the nets were lowered the next day. Uh, so true. Yeah, so true. it happens, dude. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. Uh, this was pretty nerve-wracking because um, they were exposed to attacks from German ships um, considering the cargo that the SS Mont Blanc had on board. Uh, in the belly of their ship, they had loads upon loads of TNT, gun cotton, uh, picric acid and an exuberant amount of tar-like benzol. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, they were fucking st- stacked. I'm like, can I just get on a lifeboat mm-hmm. outside of the boat and just? Chill? Like, yeah, I'm gonna sleep. I'll tether, yeah, but I'm gonna yeah. sleep to go on a lifeboat. On this yeah. boat, no. So thankfully for the Mount Black, there was no attack that night, and uh, it went without any issues. So the next morning on the 6th... Oh, no. Yeah, that's the end right there. (laughs) At 7.30 a.m., the submarine nets were lowered, Uh and both ships eagerly started their course. So the SS Emo departs the Halifax Harbor, and the SS Mont Blanc is entering. Um, As the Emo is leaving, standard procedures for the Halifax Harbor was... Um, if you're coming through the narrows, it was pretty much how regular traffic works. Like incoming ships stay to the right, outgoing ships stay to the left, and there's a maximum speed limit of five knots. The emo was in such a hurry to get out of the harbor because they were behind schedule that they decided to say fuck, fuck it, and like not adhere to the five knot speed limit and travel at a much faster rate. So while departing, the emo encounters two different vessels in the narrows, one after the other. The first being the SS Clara, an American stri- uh, tramp steamer that uh, was entering the harbor on the wrong side, putting it in directly into the Emo's Americans. path. Yeah, no shit. Good God. Putting it directly into the Emo's path. Both ships signaled to each other, and ultimately the Emo decided it was going to move out of the Clara's way, putting the Emo directly in the middle of the Narrows. So as soon as it passes the Clara, in the uh, moves to the middle and passes the Clara, it encounters um, a tugboat. Um, that like the Claire is entering the harbor the wrong way. Jesus and is Christ! Directly this in is the cool. yeah is directly in the narrow uh, in the middle of the narrow. So the emo and the Claire are 
Uh, I'm sorry, not the Claire, and the tugboat are going directly towards each Why other. Why bother having any rules, guys? Oh, dude, honestly, uh, yeah. Everyone did something so, wrong today. Yeah, so once again, the emo moves out of the way of the tugboat, now placing it on the completely wrong side of They're the like narrows. They're, doing all this insane navigation yeah, just in the harbor. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> go, go, go. So it's on the complete opposite side of the narrows, basically in the oncoming traffic. So this puts the emo on a direct course straight to the Mont Blanc. The two ships see each other at a distance of around three quarters of a mile and begin signaling each other. The Mont Blanc, yeah, so the the Mont Blanc has the right of way in this, but for some reason the crew of the EMR are like, "Fuck it, but fuck you, buddy, we're not moving." Very much committed to today. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know what it was. If like you know, maybe they were like, "It's our turn to not move. We get out of our life. We've moved out of the way two times, dude." Um, I don't know, but some reason those motherfuckers were not moving. So once it became clear that neither ship was going to yield, um, it, and <laughs> we have decided to smash into yeah, each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the yeah, both ships realized neither is going to yield, so they cut their engines. So the Mont Blanc attempts to steer around the Emo, and these maneuvers would have been enough to keep the ships from colliding. But if they did, if they didn't collide, we wouldn't be talking about it. So <laughs> as the Mont Blanc, spoiler alert, yeah, as the Mont Blanc begins to steer out of the Emo's way, the crew of the Emo chooses the uttermost perfect time to cut their engines in reverse. Um, the reversing of the engine causes the nose of the Emo to swing into the hull of the Mont Blanc. The collision happens at a fairly fairly slow speed and. Did some fucking damage to both ships, but not enough to scuttle either ship. Unfortunately, though, several barrels of the Mont Blanc's cargo were damaged in the collision and became ruptured, causing a leak of extremely flammable material. Now, even the leaking of the flammable material wasn't enough to cause an immediate disaster. Again, though, with divine timing, the Emo kicks their engines back on, and the two ships begin passing each other. But as they're passing each other, they rub against each other, <sighs> causing a metal-on-metal contact to create a spark, which ignites the flammable liquid. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is very weirdly similar to the Ufa train disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just yeah. that such a bizarre series of fuck-ups yeah. stacked up at the right It's all moment. the crew of the emo. Literally, the, they're the worst <laughs> fucking... The entire crew is to blame. So, um, so... As, as a fucking raging inferno begins on the Mont Blanc, the captain, Amy Lemetic, uh, ordered his crew to abandon ship. So the crew pours into lifeboats and rowed to shore, doing anything they can to, doing anything they can to warn others on uh, shore that something catastrophic was about to happen. The fire uh, could very well be seen, but no one really had an, had a clue like what the fire was. They just saw that a ship was on fire and that it's now drifting towards the Halifax side of the harbor. Good. Um, and they had no idea that it was like a bomb that was about to fucking dish out some like devastating carnage. Um, so the ship eventually beaches itself near Pier, Pier 6 on the harbor. A large plume of smoke coming from the ship proved quite the spectacle because it had citizens standing on the pier watching while others living close by coming to their windows to watch the events unfold. Coming to their windows. At 9.04 a.m. and 35 seconds, the highly Uh-oh. explosive cargo on the Mont Block detonates. The blast completely destroys everything in a 1.6-mile radius. <gasps> beyond 1.6 miles? Yeah, dude, yeah. Oh, my so God. So beyond that radius, thousands of buildings were damaged beyond repair. Hot metal fragments rained down across the, and hot metal fragments rained down across the entire city. 
A gun on the deck of the ship was launched into the air and hit the ground 3.5 miles away from the blast zone. Three uh, and a half. That's crazy, yeah, which is fucking insane. Dude. Oh, my God. I wonder what that'd sound like flying through the dude, air. Yeah. I, imagine so that fast. hit you, dude. Oh. <laughs> He'd be done. Oh, my God. So the, tra- the shockwave traveled across the entirety of Nova Scotia. Uh, it disintegrated buildings. It completely flattened trees, and it threw cars every which way. <laughs> It also caused ships in the harbor to be lifted out of the water and thrown on land. Oh, uh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. People were fallen, were buried in fallen, the rubble of fallen buildings and struck with flying, flying debris. Dude, if a submarine had hit this thing, it would have been obliterated. Dude, yeah. Been, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> no distance yeah. to be safe around that thing. Um, a very large number of peace, people. So uh, tons of people got buried in the rubble because uh, the buildings were falling all over the place. People got struck with flying debris. And a very large number of people sustained serious eye injuries as the windows they had been standing yeah. in to watch the fire shattered into tiny shards of glass. In their face. In their face. So we don't really make our household windows explosion safe. Yeah, That's, definitely yeah, not. Yeah. Oversight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, as always, when we have a massive explosion or like an earthquake in the ocean, we get ourselves a tsunami. So a six-story wall of water comes crashing into the flattened city, uh, causing crushing and drowning many individuals who survived the initial blast. Oh, my God. If you're wondering, the crew of the emo was among the ships that were thrown from the beach onto land, and it killed pretty much the entire crew. Um, wait, uh, not everybody? I, I th- It said the... the the articles I read and the video I watched was like, it killed almost the entire crew, and I'm like... No Who way someone survived. survived They're that. like, one man was launched over four miles and was never seen again. Mm. We assume that he lived. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> he might have lived, so it's all right. Um, so as the water receded, just like our story uh, last episode, a large number of fires broke out as the blast knocked over boilers, flattened factories, and kicked up massive number of burning stoves, causing the debris to catch on fire. Um, so now... The rescue is in a time crunch, and as if the odds were already stacked against him, those who were injured or trapped under rubble, since this p- took place during the First World War, they initially thought that it w- had been a, an, an attack, attack yeah. by uh, on the harbor by... And everybody who had seen it happen is now blind Yeah, pretty much and, dead. Yeah, 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 or dead, yeah. Um, so instead of soldiers engaging in rescue efforts, they run to their post to try to fend off any further attack. They're just shooting wildly yeah, into the yeah, so <laughs> and only coming! hours later did it become apparent that this was not an attack. World War so, is happening in Canada! Yeah, no, no. dude, right? So, <laughs> okay. rescue was pretty fucking grim. People were pulled from the rubble, bodies picked up off the street, hospitals began being flooded with dead or injured. Everyone who was helping in these efforts, uh, everyone was helping. Even children were volunteering to run messages across town to families to see, you know, oh, if you're cool. safe or not, whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> who gives a shit? Yeah, several <laughs> military vessels that were close by heard the city, heard what happened basically. Um, and diverted their course to provide aid, and those vessels were immediately turned into hospitals for the wounded. Oh, cool. Um, now, if that wasn't already a shit show, rescue efforts were even further hindered as the next day, a hellacious blizzard rolls through the city, dropping the Thames oh. below freezing and burying oh, everything in snow. Jeez. Yeah, this stopped rescues. Old timey pre- shit. Yeah, different. I know. Dude. They never have one disaster <laughs> yeah. at a time. Um, so th- this damn. stopped rescues from being able to get some people that needed uh, get to people that needed help. 
Uh, and even more so, stopped desperately needed supplies from coming into the city as cargo trains uh, that were that were carrying precious supplies were stopped in place because the they had zero they had zero visibility. Vis- so oh, it's like it would be it'd be a hazard. Yeah, if you can't. See but the they tracks. can go on the snow, right? Yeah, they I've can seen. go on the snow because most trains have basically plows in front of yeah. them. Yeah, they're like those. Front pieces that are on the front of the train are meant to clear the track of anything to not derail the yeah. train, but it still happens. That's true. Um, an estimated total of 1.7 to 2,000 individuals had been killed. Holy uh, shit. And an estimated 9,000 injured, which is insane. <gasps> Almost 10,000 people got injured. Worst yeah, dude, goddamn dude. fucking sailors yeah, in the world. <laughs> For real. May their existences never be found again. Yeah, so Jesus. All things were kind of under control. <laughs> As After things kind of got under control, an inquiry was launched to see oh, who was yeah. to blame for the disaster. And it kind of seemed like the likely choice would be like the crew of the emo, you fucked up. Like, what the hell, dude? But Justice Arthur Drysdales had no problem blaming the crew of the Mont Block. And the only reason he did is because they were like the only ones still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I gotta blame somebody. Uh, you yeah. did it. So the emo crew was killed in the explosion. <clears throat> So anger was focused on the crew of the Mont Blanc. Three men what were charged the? with manslaughter, captain of the Mont Blanc, Francis McKee, the harbor pilot, and Frederick Evans Wyatt, who was the chief examining officer. Because they were on the, the wrong side, right? No, the Mont, Mont, the Mont Blanc was on the correct side. They, they the Mont Blanc was doing everything correct. It was the emo that fucked up. I don't know. It's they were just the ones alive. That's that's pretty much the reason. What a troll! Uh, that's yeah. so funny. So and Evan, uh, Frederick Evan Wise, who was the chief examining officer of the harbor, but none of these men were ever brought to trial since there really wasn't evidence to be like you fucked up. Uh, <laughs> they just wanted to publicly ridicule. Everybody them. who saw you turned into yeah, dust. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> almost immediately. I mean, shit. <laughs> um, the ruling that the Mont Blanc had been at fault alone was overturned in the Supreme Court of Canada. And it was decided that both ships were at error and not just the Mont Blanc. Even though the Mont Blanc didn't do anything wrong. Like, Have they we were, changed our opinion on that? Dude, like, I, I, in the future, you know what I mean? Or yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the Mont Blanc. Fuck them, dude. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And I can imagine, dude. I can imagine, like, the captain of that ship probably, like, lived with the survivor guilt of... You know, his ship killed thousands of people. I so even though it wasn't their fault, they had they gotten away, I guess. So they like hit it, and that was lit it on fire, and then they sailed past it, and then the boat beached itself, right? Because I was trying to figure out how they didn't explode. They well, because they got oh, hit. you said they were launched into the air. They got hit. Yeah, uh, the Mountain Block gets hit. They tra- start steering clear of the um. Of the emo, as they're trying to steer clear, the emo cuts their engines back on, which causes them to collide again as they're passing oh and scrape God. together and start that the guy fire. Sucked. Yeah, literally the, the worst person. The yeah, literally the dumbest person Drunk alive. As fuck. Yeah, dude. Guaranteed. And so as the fire started, the whole crew abandoned ship because they knew it was about to happen. It wasn't an instant like fire explosion. It was like fire. And then it <laughs> creepily crawls up into the ship to get to the where yeah. the cargo is. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Back, so, back then, the boat's on fire. Everyone's like, leave, leave, yeah. leave. <laughs> Just get leave. out. Get out. We're sitting on a bomb. This boat is a bomb. Yeah. So um, due to this explosion, though, the rules concerning harbor navigation and storage of explosive materials were changed and Good strictly idea. enforced uh, to make repeat explosions unlikely. The rescue efforts bolstered charitable organizations in Canada, such, such as a mass, the massive number of eye injuries 
cause because uh, of the flying uh, the the flying glass led to the founding of the Canadian Institute of the Blind. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, as well as the rescue efforts showed the importance of the Red Cross and helped them grow into the organization they Holy are today. Holy shit. Um, we blind. We're like, all right, that's enough blind people. We got to yeah, do that. Yeah. We got to take care of with them. thousands. With thousands homeless, there was a huge need for housing, and that led to the first public housing to be built in Canada, known as the Hy- uh, Hydrostone, and that is still there to this day. Wow. Uh, also, fun fact: after the explosion, Boston was one of the first cities to send aid to Halifax, and it arrived at an extremely crucial time, just as the blizzard was setting in. The aid provided by Boston saved countless lives and gave rescuers relief. Dang. Uh, so as a thank you, Nova Scotia donated a giant Christmas tree to the city of Boston, and even to this day, Nova Scotia still donates oh. a Christmas tree to Boston as a thank you That's for their really help during cool. the Halifax explosion. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking badass. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, but that is... Here's weird. our explosion tree for yeah. the year. <laughs> yeah. That was a cool thing. Thanks I wonder if help. Nova Scotia helped out Boston after the... I wonder. The I wonder. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, let's see... Uh, Wait, did you say the syrup disaster? When was that? Oh, the molasses flood. Yeah, when was that? What What year was that? I thought that was 1919, yeah. Was it? Yeah, 1919. Oh, yeah. So that that was... (laughs) I wonder if they did. That'd be interesting. Um, Halifax, Nova Scotia just sends aid every time Boston's in trouble. They just do it back and forth. That's really cool. Yeah. Man, a lot of... That was a weirdly pivotal... uh, Yeah, it came with a... Yeah, it, Yeah. uh, it started a bunch of, like... The Institute for the Blind, the Red Cross, and everything. It's crazy. It's, that's cool. We Honestly, a lot of the stuff we've been covering implemented big changes. Yeah, it's good to see. Um, it's good to see that at, out of the tragedy and disaster, like, good shit happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, Excuse me. Except for the year without a summer, which gave us Mormons. Yeah, Come which on. sucks. That sucks. Uh, all right, so is that it? Is that all I got? Yeah, that's all I got. That's neat. That is really neat. I had wanted to cover that one, um, but I'm glad you did. It was it's, good. It's not a long one. Shout out to Soup for oh, giving yeah. me that idea because I had no idea what I was going to cover. Uh, like, I actually go. hadn't known that much about it. I just knew that a ship with a bunch of explosives on it blew up, and it was a huge explosion. I, of course, remember every large explosion yeah, in the yeah, last 200 that, years, so you just have to know uh, that stuff. Understandable. Uh, I am covering what I assume is fairly infamous now, uh, the Fire Festival. I wanted nice, to cover nice. I was inspired by Snaxton's marathon episode. I was like, I kind of like a disaster where no one dies. And yeah, you had good. a disaster where a ton of people died. Yeah. Now I'll do the one where no Bouncing one dies. Out. So, yeah, it's always good. Uh, I got sources from New York Times, Vice, Financer.com, Vanity Fair, Actually had one of the best articles with lots of good details, and I saw the Hulu documentary about it, not the Netflix Dude, I, one. Uh, not the Netflix one? I didn't see the Netflix one. <sighs> the Netflix one was I good. didn't want to watch two, and the Hulu one was great. They yeah, did a good yeah. Job. Uh, did you see both? No, 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 I didn't see the Hulu one. It, was, it. it was so funny to me, because like... Uh, no spoilers, but I, yes. I mean, people know about the fire, but, and like tons of people watch yeah. Netflix, but in the Netflix documentary, there's this guy talking about like... Like they need water, and he was like, um, he was like, I was going to these people to talk about getting a shipment of water, and they told me I need to do whatever I can to get the water. And he was like, I was gonna have to suck someone's dick to get some water. And yeah, I was like, he was like, I was prepared to suck someone's dick to get water. And I was like, you're a fucking real one, dude. dude. Way too yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. We'll get dude, to him. Too legit to quit. Um, 
So I'm actually going to start our story with Magnuses, which sounds like a condom, but it's not. Yeah. It's a membership club that came with a super cool card called the Magnuses card. The Magnuses card? Yeah, uh, M-A-G-N-I-S-E-S. Uh, not a, it's yeah. not a credit card because uh, you had to put your credit card strip in it. But it is it's cool. Oh, it was basically like uh, it was like a metal. It can credit card skin. Okay, yeah, I've seen those companies too that are like, we'll laser engrave anything and put yeah, your credit yeah. card information. So on it. this was targeted to millennials, and it was black and metal. It's supposed to look like the Amex black cards. Uh, those are the Amex black cards are invitation only, and yeah. they are to about. If you spend like two hundred and fifty grand a year on your Amex card, they're just like, hey, yeah, yeah here you, you go. go. What's up? Yeah, basically, so the Magnus was kind of like poor people who were like, not poor people, but I guess like oh, kind of yeah. rich millennials who yeah. want to feel they're not yes. they're not black, Amex black card rich, but yes. they're like, look at me, I'm exclusive. so Billy McFarlane really liked this idea and the culture behind it, so we went and found this Chinese provider who would put your credit card mag strips in the Magnus's card. And that was kind of just the business. Yeah. He, he had, like, a club to it element that was supposed to have, like, exclusive features. Yeah. But it was mostly, like, buying a skin for your credit card. Okay. Um, Billy had no previous employment or finance experience, dropped out of college in his first year. Dude, hell yeah. Um, he had one previous stint of selling uh, server space to host, like, porn websites, which potentially was illegal when he was, like, 16. Okay. Um, and had a failed social media startup that Google Plus had killed, which is hilarious, because Google Plus fucking Google sucked. Plus killed, you, killed your social media <laughs> You were never going did, anywhere, Yeah, you but... were dead in the crib. No, uh, like, yeah. I do know a lot of people who, like, oh, man, that might be a good episode to cover. I was, I was reading something that was, like, Apparently, Google Plus was, like, a hotspot for, like, furries and shit. Like, that oh, was, really? like, the place to be. Like, you had all these, like, Google rooms or whatever full of, like, furries and everything. That is not really We'll have really to look into that. Season, it's not. No, yeah, absolutely not. But it would be an interesting episode. Um. So, yeah, Billy Billy was just kind of a guy who, was, who would, like, kind of a smooth talker, rich family, a lot of connections. Um, to really sell this whole Ben Magnus's car, Billy rented a private residency and illegally opened it as a business, nice. calling it the Magnus's townhouse. Nice. This is part of his marketing strategy. Like it was an exclusive thing. He was yeah. a clubhouse. He could have drinks, whatever, mostly just through parties. And, uh, he got sued for a hundred thousand dollars for damages and had to move his business because nice. he can't just open do, a business anywhere uh, yeah. in someone's house. No, yeah. uh, quote from vanity fair about this was, uh, he never mentions the insane price until he's finished with his creepy, friendly pitch. This was from a woman that had met Billy and was yeah. part of the card. Uh, he's kind of a cross between a post-aughts meatpacking district promoter and a gypsy cab driver waiting to give a tourist a quote until after their luggage is loaded. Really? That's how they no described shit. Billy. Because no he'd be like, he'd call him up. And um, he'd be like, hey, you want to, like, rent this Lamborghini for, like, $25,000 or something? And he, like, didn't have one or anything. He would just, like, or he wouldn't even, like, how cool would it be to drive around in one? Yeah. And they're like, I guess. And yeah. he's like, sweet, that would be, like, twelve grand." Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the basis of the card was that it would get you discounts to certain events and stores and restaurants and it would have its own concierge service. That would help members get tickets to shit, which is how Amex works, but it's obviously not anywhere on the level yeah, as Amex. Yeah. Amex literally buys invisible ticket pools from major in- entertainment providers just to keep on hand for card holders, and that's how they have, like, exclusive access. Okay. Magnus Card was just some fucking dude who basically just wanted to throw parties and stunts so they couldn't do any of that yeah. shit. 
He calls like Ticketmaster and he's like, "Can I have any reserved yeah. tickets?" <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. um, and while doing all these VIP events to attract people, which actually turned into kind of a thing, like Rosaria Dawson was at one. Really? Uh, he actually got to meet Ja Rule, eventually, be- who eventually became involved in the company. This it's, is where Billy McFarlane meets Ja Rule. This is hilarious. In though, case you guys were like, wondering what Ja Rule had to do yeah, with all this, it's also really funny to me because, like, when I'm looking at pictures of him and I'm like, "This looks like this he, guy. He looks like he would do something like yeah, this." Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to like stereotype, but you look like you would like very like, like white collar yes, crime, white like, collar yeah, criminal. White yeah, I'm criminal. trying to think, and also kind of like the guy in War Dogs, or what was the one I was thinking of? Isn't there a dude who looks just like him in Wolf of Wall Street? Who, Billy? Yeah, or I think of a different um, financial crimes movie. I don't know. He just looks like or like the Facebook. Wait, or was something that guy like that. in a movie? Yeah. Um, well, and also, anyway. Ja Rule is the ja Rule, celebrity yeah. I would think to be involved in something like this. Like, oh yes, like, right on the edge of famous. Yeah, yeah. Right on the never like, quite made it. Seventy percent famous because Dave Chappelle really made fun of him. Yeah, and, yeah. And he, everybody and, just remembered. And him. also because he like dissed Eminem in his fucking heyday, like. If there was any a time to like, I, listen, I don't really listen to oh, Eminem anymore yeah. at but all. Ja, yeah. But like Eminem, you can't deny that Eminem is a powerhouse Everybody in knows the rap. Every, you don't, diss, you don't Eminem. diss Eminem. The game has been like, no, yeah, I would never I'm good. Do hard, like yeah, that. yeah, hard pass. <laughs> like he, he's earned his place in 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 rap history. So to diss him, especially during his slim shady heyday, he's like, like a maniac, you are accountable yeah, to the literally, public, literally yeah. out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like uh, really a god, yeah, at yeah. making fun of people. Like, um, you're fucked because he had a song that said like, because uh, I used to, because Eminem beefed with ICP, so I went all into the lore of Eminem's beef at one point. Yeah, in my life. yeah. Jaw Rule made some song that basically in like the beginning he said like. Eminem, you say your mom's a crackhead and a known slut, so what's Haley gonna be when she grows up? Oh. So Eminem got like him and G Unit, and like when G Unit was yeah, a thing, yeah, and yeah. just fucking like went in, like went in. They just like they, oh my god, dude, they, <laughs> they decimated Jaw That's Rule so in that song. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, my gun. Yeah, it was under, under this extra laptop Thanks. over here. Um, so, this is how he meets Ja Rule. Despite the poor performance and reviews, the company continued to grow, and Billy was getting hungry, so he had the idea to do something really bold. This is the early aughts still. Um, incredibly, during this time, another person gave him money to build a website, uh, and he just didn't do it. So, that, he, just, He's like, he just lied to some guy and said he could do it. Yeah. Uh, so, Billy gets his idea to work on an app with Ja Rule, of course, uh, called Fire. It's kind of like cameo, where like a normal person could like work with the talent directly. Where and like you'd log onto the app, you'd pay Gal Gadot to show up to your frat party. Bada bing, bada boom, you're good to go. Um, that would of course never be a real yeah. thing. How in God's name would anybody want that? Yeah. Um, of course, employees called it the Uber of booking talent, which is <laughs> extra funny because Uber has only been profitable for two entire quarters in its <laughs> decade long history. So, I mean, maybe you're onto something. I there. man, I like. I'm not business savvy, obviously. I just don't understand how companies like that like stay. So huge here's, here's when you're what not profitable. This is like there was a big wave. This is basically the second um like dot com boom. Okay. This big wave of apps came in with this whole financing scheme of just get as big as possible, keep getting um investments, and that makes your stock price go up. Your stock price goes up, that gets people's attention. 
they start buying it on the premise that you're going to be a profitable yeah. company. Oh, okay. And so they keep doing that, and the ideas grow and grow, and you buy up your fucking competitors just to get their fan, their yeah. uh, consumer base and whatever. You do that more and more, and then eventually, um, the like, because uh, it's kind of like a you know a bull run basically because yeah. everybody's just so willing to invest it. A bull run ends, and people start saying. Hey, as a company that we own billions of dollars of, do you guys make money? Yeah. And they're like, no, nah. we have it for ten years. Absolutely, we're not, definitely going to start right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start making all those changes that, or get regulatorily like enforced by legislation. Yeah, and uh, they start uh, having to make money, oh. and that's why Uber is costing more because they have to pay the people that they haven't been paying because they're bullshit. Yeah, how? They're how, bullshit. How is they going to make money if they don't exploit their workers? Yeah, dude? I mean, that's literally it. Especially, you want us to make money without exploiting our workers in this economy? And that's why Netflix yeah. is doing the same shit and why it's, like, starting to, like, cut uh, employees and, like, raise its prices and maybe even fucking have fucking ads. Yeah. Although Netflix pays us out, whatever, we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the like these are all these digital companies that had, like, super high prices that are, like, now having to pay the piper and actually be real companies. That's true. And they're fucking That's why up. They're, yeah. You know who else this is happening to? Who? Thank God. Elon Musk. Yeah. That, oh, Tesla yeah, yeah. is dropping in valuation by the billions. Thank God. I want Tesla, are but like, I'm like, and fuck you, dude. He took so... Like, they're not a good company. As, yeah. And they took so long to actually ramp up production with good quality control and safe vehicles, and now real car manufacturers like Ford and fucking Honda or whatever are getting are into getting the, into the into game like while Tesla's had yeah. its thumb up its yeah. ass because Elon Musk is a fucking lunatic billionaire. Yeah. Just uh, Kind of like how you're the only guy on the phone in the North America district for your ex- company. Fucking <laughs> dude, yeah, I totally get it. Uh, and, yes, it's, it's just fascinating to me that, like, this whole portion of our country's history and finance and all these companies that are now like the megalopolis, yeah, yeah. like we're shitty companies yeah. for years and years and years. I will say in Netflix's defense, at least they make some banging original content. I Netflix, will say Netflix has put out some good TV and movie. I, um, Netflix is a, a profitable company yeah. and they've done a good job for a long time, but they've also, because of their like ruthless algorithms yeah. sucking. Have you it's, watched Barry? You, do you see this berry? Because that reminded me of the taste clusters. Do you remember that? I don't know if you where seen this she season. where she gets her show gets canceled because like, of the it's algorithm. It's not just hitting the yeah. right taste clusters. And she's like, it's been out for dude. an hour. And she's like, yeah, the algorithm's not telling us it's going to be profitable. Dude, ever since I heard yeah. that, I just I think about that for everything yeah. now. Yeah, was that the last episode? No, it wasn't. Uh, I was wrong. Okay, I, was, I looked it up. Because yeah. when you I said thought, that, I was like, no way. I thought there were going to be eight episodes, which I think is right, and I thought eight were out. We're only at um, six. What's also pissing me off is this new trend of shorter seasons. Um, South Park was I six episodes. I'm like, that's six ins- fucking episodes also, for the South season? Park's crazy. Like they, they're show- Yeah, but still, they're old guys. every other epi- season they put out has like 10, 20 episodes. Um, I, don't I will know. say in their defense, this new season was fucking hilarious. It was so funny, but still, like, I think if we can get quality stories and quality episodes, I don't mind eight to ten. I don't like, know. 
Eight to ten, that would like, be great. Like the boys, I think those yeah. are good lengths. Yeah, eight to you know? ten, that's fine. I can I, do, also, I can do eight to ten, but six to five episodes a season, you're fucking smoking crap. Also, to get really off topic, I I really agree with Amazon's method of three episodes out at the beginning and then. Every I like week. that a lot too. I think that's yeah, actually that's tight. really good. Uh, there's Josh Brolin's Cowboy Hole. Did you ever watch that? No, not yet. It's good. I need to, but it's also good. I think the boys is out. Is or, it, is oh it, yeah, wait, I think the it? new one. I dude, honestly I haven't watched anything past season one of the boys. Dude, you. I know. Oh yeah, it is out. I gotta watch it. Anyway, the fire fest. (laughs) Uh, So Billy's working with Jaw Rule. Um, It was the yeah we're talking about Uber. That's right. So to promote the app, Billy had the genius idea of throwing a massive party. If you haven't noticed, this is kind of his go to. Yeah, his like want to promote party. What if I throw a party? It's literally the frat boy mentality of like yes, you want to promote your business, dude. Party. He like like, rushed for a frat in freshman year, dropped out because it was too hard, or they like touched his balls a lot because it's weird and gross. (laughs) And then he's like, "Well, parties were cool. Parties were great. That always got people there. It's like business one on one with Billy, dude. Parties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So at one point, McFarland and Ja Rule are flying around in the Bahamas, and they land on this island called Norman's Cay that they discovered was previously owned by a co-founder of the Medellin cartel, which is the nice. cartel that Pablo Escobar started. Nice. Um, they liked it so much that they leased the island under the agreement that as long as Billy didn't mention the cartel or Pablo or anything related in uh, promotional materials. So, immediately to, to promo the event, they paid Emily Ratajkowski, Haley Baldwin, Bella Hadid, and a bunch of other Instagram sexy models yeah. to just be sexy on a yacht and an island, and they filmed it. And then Ja Rule and Billy were there, obviously, because they couldn't Duh. just not be there. Yeah. They had to throw the party. Yeah. And obviously, we need to hang out with Emily Ratajkowski. Babe, it's a promo thing. Don't uh, yeah, it's for it's, the promo. It's for the promo. Uh, from there, they paid a bunch of influencers, including $250,000 to Kendall Jenner. Um, which was interesting because Billy McFarland reportedly was a bit obsessed with her and was constantly mentioning, like, Kendall Jenner's my lady. Like, That's, and so a little bit, it looks like this whole thing was just, just to, to get, get a hold yeah. of Kendall Jenner. Uh, so they paid her $250,000, which was so undisclosed. I, he's like, if I can get into the get in with the Jenners, man, I'm good. I mean, I'm, I'm sold. One that's yeah, true. Yeah. They are the Kennedys of, Dude, the, they, of Hollywood. Yeah. I, I, like, it's not, talk as much shit as you want on the Kardashians. They know how to do it. it. They, like, We're talking about they, them right now. They are one of the... Best marketing. They're gods. They're they're unparalleled. There's no one else in the game. You're, like you're famous for dude, existing. When like, people are like, "Why is she famous?" I want to slap them across the face. Like, where have you been? Yeah. Why? Because you keep talking they're about They're ruthless her. marketers. They're genius. Yeah, they are. They're, Shut Chris, up. Chris Jenner is like a genius. Like uh, this comes at the expense of like their family and stuff like that. Oh, obviously, obviously, you kind of have to sell your soul when you want to be they're that demons. famous. They, they're <laughs> fucking they're demons, demons, dude. Yes, yeah. but like they are. They there's a reason they're on top, they, and they've been on top since we were teenagers. Yeah, like yeah, yes, yeah. Um, so they pay all these people, and Kendall Jenner and. Undisclosed, she didn't disclose that it was an ad to post an orange square yeah. on their profiles with a link to the Fire Festival website. And I said many of these posts were not clearly marked as advertisements, or they just didn't. They just hit it, which now I now know is against the law. Super, it's I mean, super it wasn't illegal. allowed then. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, they advertised it as though it was Pablo Escobar's island, <laughs> and immediately had their lease case. Yeah, there you go. There it is. They're yep. like, dude, just you can use the island. Just uh, don't <laughs> call it Pablo Escobar. Can't do. Pablo like, Escobar. Yeah, like we're doing it. We're doing it. Um, um, wait, hold on. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yes. <laughs> Wait. Did we get rid of the air horn? Wow, dude. It's that green one. 
We need to turn that down. Uh, we do. Is that's this one? very loud. Or yeah, it's, it's that one. No, 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 the other one. Oh, yeah, that one. Um, so it, that didn't matter. None of that mattered. Yeah. Okay. Because in forty-eight hours, ninety-five percent of the tickets had sold. Really? The website was put up simply to see if people had the interest in it. Yeah. No plans existed. They just said, "We'll give all these people this money." And we'll put up a website and see if anybody will give us money. Maybe like res- maybe not like have let people buy the tickets. Maybe like reserve your ticket here and like put maybe a deposit. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and these weren't just tickets to go see a concert yeah. or a show. Yeah. No, these were tickets for beachside villas, geodesic domes, yeah, unlimited gourmet food, and p- fancy beach yurts. It's the most those, expensive tickets were $12,000. That's insane. It's like one of those things where, like, you're a kid, and it's like, make your dream lineup or something yes. like that. And you're like, we're going to have this, and we're going to yes. have this, and we're going to have this. And, like, there's a reason people haven't done that, because it's just not yeah. realistic. At 12000 bucks for all this. Yeah. So the super cool event had this sweet island. Uh, and the event's in four months, and they need to find a new venue and start doing prep. Yeah. So they hit up a few production companies telling them what they wanted. The companies that ask, okay, what do you want the villas to be like? Like, or like, what are the villas like that we would be working with yeah. uh, to plan expenses? And they were like, that's where you come in. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you ask that. We actually don't have it. Yeah, we have Could no idea. Could you build them? Yeah. Because villas, private villas were all, you know, some of the offerings. Yeah. It took them months to find a new spot for the location. Months. They're, they have the event planned in four months yeah. out, right? Two full months before the Bahamian government would give them Bahamian, right? Baham, is it? It just spelled, it looks weird, you know, yeah, Bahamian. Yeah. Bah- Bahamas, Bahamian. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they gave them a permit for this bit of land that was next to a sandals resort called Roker Point, a decidedly not remote nor private island. Nice. Um, but it is an abandoned resort development. I don't know. Which is something. So they told nobody about this change. They actually even changed the maps in the release promotional pr- materials to just show Roker Point as being part of no- Norman's K. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just photoshopped it together, it and they're like, it's right there. Bold. <laughs> Extremely bold. Does short. whatever they want to do. And yeah. here's, here's I think it's this point where I was like, I don't feel bad for what, spoiler alert, are going to be the victims yeah, of this disaster. Yeah. Because... Y'all, look at a fucking map. This was map. the fucking most obvious yeah. scam in the fucking world. They were changing shit. They promised nearly nothing. You guys see a picture of Emily Ratajkowski's square, and you're like twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> right I don't there. care Why? about these people. Why? Uh, not at all. Uh, this was um, 2017, so it was still cool to bash young millennials. Because uh, now we make fun of the Zoomers. Yeah. The Zoomers have officially like replaced the millennials. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean in yeah. that regard. Uh, so a lot of the people are what is referred to in many articles as rich millennials, which I don't believe are a thing. It means their parents. Yeah, are their rich, parents are rich, which are boomers. There's no way you yeah. you you've, you've no not been alive long enough to no. have generational wealth like that. Uh, so it um, they now have eight weeks to turn a completely flat beach with no infrastructure or buildings into a festival for over five thousand people. Mm-mm. With like serious accommodation, yeah. you know, this like actual houses. This like, isn't like, uh, what is it? The forest electric light fort. I can't remember what that one's called. Where you just go camp. The forest, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You go camp yeah. and then you fucking uh just walk up to the thing. No, these a lot of these are supposed to be buildings. 
uh, funding for this was going to be pretty slapdash. He used the brash ad campaign to raise funds, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. He he, he was he, like. People were really impressed with the uh, initial marketing campaign. Like, yeah. real professionals in the uh, industry were like, damn, that's, like, the best done we've ever seen. Yeah. But then they started, like, finding out what they were doing, and they were like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you're telling you me, haven't planned You're telling me this? the guy that dropped out of, you know, first college. First year of college. First year of college uh, doesn't know a whole lot about marketing strategies. For 5,000 yeah, people. Yeah. Or, like, the logistics of yeah. any of that. Uh, so real managers for big talent were impressed, but he did manage to get $4 million out of some fashion exec that he used to lease a massive, empty, three-story office that he basically just turned into a frat house and hung out in. This guy's got one Dude, mode. Yeah, it's one party. Mode. Party it's, and I, frat I, I guess house. I respect it, dog. Like, <laughs> there, he's like, oh, shit, dude, we got to get some money for this fucking event. Oh, four million frat house. Party. Thank party. God. <laughs> Thank God we got the frat house going. How, how am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so people in the industry started getting suspicious. Uh, concert CEO management CEO, or concert management CEO Dan Berkowitz said, when I saw their website, I was like, wow, that seems adventurous. Then I noticed the language on the website started changing. They were flying everyone down on private planes from Miami, then uh, a seat on a commercial flight. Things started getting vaguer and vaguer. It really didn't seem like they could deliver on what they promised. You know what Yeah. Yeah, but, like, people can smell it. Yeah, These yeah, dudes yeah. are going around trying to get bids for the things they need. The villas alone are supposed to cost $10 million. Oh, no, my God. Ten million. Oh, my God. Everyone wanted the money up front, all of the oh, vendors, because they didn't believe smart. them. Yeah, yeah they, could, they didn't believe he could actually do it. And also, you were telling me the people who have been in this game for years and years, years, and, years. and years were like, this doesn't look good. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, multiple companies told them figures that Billy just <laughs> disagreed with. Yeah. <laughs> that no. was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, like, they were like, dude, for to set up this show... Follow those uh, tech writers. It's gonna be like five mil for the stages. He's like, no, it'd be like three hundred thousand. Yeah. What are you talking about, dude? Like, what? <laughs> like Billy is just plucking a number out of his ear, and he's like, yeah, that's this reasonable. Is it. This is the good price. Also, he's saying his budget. Too. Yeah, yeah, three hundred grand. Um, in total, another twelve million dollars or more were gonna be needed to run this event. Jesus Christ, dude! The festival is April seventeenth, and by February, he had no professional site managers. They moved to the area in late March while still advertising $400,000 Artist Palace packages, which were four beds and dinner with a performer. Oh, my God. Who would you pick a dinner if just any? This Since this is a fantasy and that artist will be there, what dinner would you want to have with somebody? Like who? That's a good question. Who would you pick? So I I, I always any artist? say Young Thug yeah. or Maynard. Yeah. Because... Uh, they both represent different times of my life that of music that I love a lot, but both of them I'm like would actually be really weird to have dinner with. Yeah, I think they'd be super weird. I don't I think know. I would probably just pick like Kendrick. Either I just think it'd be cool to talk to. Either uh, I don't know. I feel like talking to the lead singer of Blue October would be cool. God. Love Blue October, bro. We or, could just meet them. Or, it won't even be hard or, to find that Orville guy. Peck. I who? would like Orville Peck. You know who that is? No, I love Orville Peck. You pick uh, some wild. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I don't listen to Young Thug. Or... I mean, that's stupid. Of yeah. you. <laughs> First of all, hashtag free Young Thug. Um, I don't know. I just think a lot of artists wouldn't be that fun to hang out with. Yeah, I could see that. Like, um, I've hung out, I've met and spent a lot of time around, like, a decent amount of, like, famous artists. Yeah. And, like, 
like half are like the most annoying, terrible people. That's you've fair. Ever yeah. met in your life. I don't know. I, I'll have to let me think about that as you talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so the but you know they're still like trying four hundred grand. They're trying Dude, to snag yeah, someone for yeah. a fuckload of money. Yeah, and also like there's no way whatever they would have could be worth four hundred grand. That's just goddamn bananas. No. So, Roker Point is the name of the location, and while local workmen, uh, workmen built the site, Billy and Ja Rule were popping wheelies on their ATVs. Nice. Party every day, yeah. Party Dude, yeah. every, Our, every day. fucking day. There was um, no beach, so they made a couple cabanas and a couple swing sets in the surf on a beach six miles away. <laughs> they even fixed the road on the Dude, way there. no Just, shit, yeah, really. um They were, like, trying to build a town to Not, run yeah. an event. Um, Billy Googled how to rent a stage and then rented one single stage. Done. Next. <laughs> Problem solved. Don't need any more stages. They had an event producer come and check out the site in March, and she thought they would be doing the festival in November. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you got, you guys have like six months left on this, right? And He's like, like, wait no. a minute. It's no. like four weeks. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> no way. You're not doing that. Um, so a charter service was hired to ferry people from Miami. They had a medical services team and a caterer, but the caterer dropped out in April. For some reason, they made a big point about shipping an ambulance from New York to the island. That could not have been the most economical solution to yeah, whatever their problem was. Uh, the, Give them an ATV or something. I, <laughs> the villas are going to cost too much and take too long, so go with... I mean, really, just the tiniest step down. Uh, yeah. Tents. Yeah. Disaster relief tents from the UN. To I be mean, specific. Uh, they kind of, like, if they weren't hospital white like you made them a different color or something like that like and kind of spruce them up a little bit but like i know but if you at least like kind of dress it up to not look like you're fucking you just got hit by hurricane katrina like (laughs) that would be nice (laughs) i mean or cots you know they uh they also a lot of i think it's so funny because the uh one team told him that they should tell customers what to expect now because they're like, dude, you're going to blow up your fucking brand. Yeah, yeah. And, or they're going to get destroyed. And Billy was like, oh, yeah, we'll absolutely do that. Um, no, no, we're not. He's not going to do that. Why would he do that? Which is ridiculous because people are going to buy or bring the shit that they need to live in a villa. Yeah, yeah. And not a sleeping bag yeah. or, or a tent for a fucking tent, you know? So, meanwhile, um, the, f- <laughs> the fire... App team is just kind of spinning its wheels. Remember them? <laughs> yeah. Remember oh, yeah. all this? Yeah. This is an app. <laughs> this whole thing is supposed to be an app. The whole company exists and kind of really isn't doing anything. They don't have any direction. Billy's not talking to them because he's very busy yeah. popping wheelies. Popping wheelies with and, Jaw Rule, dude. Uh, he actually managed to get a hold of Comcast and raise a little bit of interest in them. And they might have given him up to $25 million. Really? As long as the, that um, Billy proved his optimistic $90 million valuation. Because that's what he said his company was worth. Jesus So, uh, obviously, he did that. And they said, what a stand-up young man. We'd love to <laughs> invest in you. Obviously, that didn't happen. Yeah, he. He, he um the deal fell through quickly because Billy doesn't have yeah, anything. Yeah. He just made all of that up, and then he didn't tell anyone at the fire company about it. He's just like nice, Gosh. nice. Just keep working on your thing. And like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, what are we working on? What do what, we do, dude? Um, uh, and I feel kind of bad. So the documentaries focus on them a decent amount, and I don't think they matter at all to the festival story. Yeah. So that's why I didn't go into them. That's fair. And also, they like really are just kind of sitting around. Like it, I could not imagine how you get in this situation. Um, so 
he's also extra fucked because he was planning on using the app money to fund the festival. Obviously. Obviously. Party every day, brother. What app do you know that has enough money to fund a festival like this? Like a brand new ta- app, a that brand new exist, app that yeah. has no like no standing, no, no success, tenure, nothing, no nothing, yeah. dude. Um, most of the people that he uh, had hired were like, uh, except for the equipment that he could get a hold of. Yeah. Uh, like so, the local workers and contractors and all that were all on credit. Like the there was like a local restaurant and a woman who. Uh, like a catering service who provided food every day. She's making 500 meals a day. Yeah. Just for the workers. Didn't. I'll get that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And um, at some point in April, the festival's credit cards were canceled. Nice. So it's getting tight. Yeah, it's. Uh... So Billy hits up Ezra Birnbaum, a, a New York investor that he somehow knows because he's a rich white man who has failed only upwards to yeah. success. <laughs> and most of the people. Uh, so. The guy agrees. He's like, yeah, I'll help you out. But the terms of Burnbond's th- only $3 million loan, which remember, we need 12. 12, yeah. His $3 million loan on April 10 were pretty harsh. A fire had to repay $500,000 in 16 days, which would be like right after the, by the time the festival started. God damn. Make several other payments on time and raise the company's valuation to more than $75 million or face a $900,000 penalty. Jesus. So it's a hugely yeah. like risky loan. Yeah. Um, and... You know, the company is probably, like, not worth $60 million or no. $50 million. It's probably no. not worth $10 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is just proof. This is exactly what the market was like back then, which is why I wanted to go into detail on that. Simply the prospect of this getting hype was enough for people to throw gobs of money yeah, at yeah. this fucking random fucking white dude insane. who didn't know a fucking thing. Um, so McFarlane starts emailing tickets. He does agree to the loan, obviously. And he starts emailing ticket buyers saying that there would be no cash and they should upload their funds to fire bands. Fire bands. Electronically, or electronic wristbands that would totally just be at the concert. Yeah. Um, the Burn Bomb Company was supposed to get, like, the loan co- was supposed to get 40% of all of this money. And before the festival would start, Fire would pay B- Burn Bomb a grand total of $108,400. So that is how much money he raised from scamming people out in the next few weeks that he had, and that was not anywhere near the five hundred grand that he needed to yeah. figure out in sixteen days. Uh, they were sending these emails to people up to Wednesday, the day before the <laughs> festival, advising to preload at least three fucking grand, three grand, saying they would refund the extra. Yeah, obviously. yeah, and, duh. And if I, dude, holy fuck, so. Obviously, I wouldn't be going to Like, this. how do you know? But if like, I started getting emails about, like, desperately adding money, I'd be like, I'm not going. No, yeah. This is and fucked. also, like, this ha- is fucked. I just don't understand when you get this close to something and you're getting emails like this. Like, how do you not be like, this is a little shady? This is why I don't feel bad about yeah, victims. Yeah, no. These people are willing, can and are willing to spend seven to 12 grand. Yeah. With no fucking investigation and no worries and about that money at all, all the what ar- they're getting for are the, All the articles are like, I survived Firefest. I'm like, shut up. Like, you, you, you sent yourself to You Fire looked Fest. the gunman in the face and were like, all right, let's go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah like, what's wrong with Dude, you? Dude, they, they just, 
yeah, like there was way, way, way too many red flags. Yeah, a hundred percent. I have such a good nose for scams at this point, and like this is just insanity. To I me. guess when like you've grown up to where you don't have to worry about anything like that, like you never had to worry about your money. You're just like you're just like I can do it. They don't it, care if yeah. they lose five grand. Yeah, it's not their money. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Uh, so it's festival week. We got a bunch of workers on credit, no money, a single stage, a beach six miles away. And Billy is $7 million in the hole. <laughs> the show must go yeah. on. Final lineup for the show was 33 artists, including Pusha T, Tyga, Designer, Blink-182, Major Laser, Disclosure, Migos, Ray Shremard, Katranata, Lil Yachty, Matoma, Klingonda, Skepta, and more. Major Laser never actually confirmed their attendance because nice. Billy would not give them a video wall, which is their set. Right, yeah. <laughs> what? Because he ignored all the tech writers. He was like, that's why the stages, like, they reach out to one of the companies that did Metallica shows. And they're like, damn, this is going to cost a lot to set up these stages. You're going to need, like, three stages yeah. for, like, five mil. Yeah. And he's just like, no, nah, we good. don't need all we that. We don't need that. Blink-182 canceled a day of because so many other writers were not being met at all. Yeah. Uh, and many were because, yeah, like I said, they refused to do that. So uh, every one of the artists that I just mentioned is pulling out. Yeah. All of them. Uh, it's Thursday, April 27th. The first day people will arrive, and a massive uh, downpour drenches the site. Nice. It flooded the tents, so the first 800 people were shuttled to a restaurant where Billy racked up a $135,000 bill that, spoiler alert, he will not be paying. There you go. And he just, he's like, oh, fuck, the festival's happening. The day is finally here. The the, the rain has destroyed all of our sites. Party, yeah, party, brother. Party. Brother. party. <laughs> uh, this is also the same day that much of the area's resources were already dedicated to a boating competition in town. Oh, so, nice, nice. Uh, it's yeah. stretched thin. This yeah. is in a big area. People start piling up, getting ferried around. They're just dropping off rich kids in a wet tent park and literally telling them it's every man figure for himself. It, yeah, figure it out. Uh, people are still asking to be taken to their villas. <laughs> like You're at this, like... What absolutely does appear, like you said, to look like a hurricane yeah. site. And you're like, hey, can you take me to my Where's villa? Where's my villa? You're like, dude, bro, it does Read not. the room. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, how long would it take for them to figure out that this was a scam? Yeah, for real. A lot of people were just getting dropped off at the beach, where the, at the, the six miles away, where they were, guess what? Throwing a party, brother. Nice. We got um, a party. That's what it is. They took a bunch of people's luggages or luggage and put it on a truck. I throw can, it around. I, yeah, see, I can imagine that. Just throw that it around. Just throw that shit somewhere. They're like throwing it into like a, a ravine. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh man, they like, hey, can we give us your? Can we give you our luggage?" And you're like, "Yeah, sure, dude. Toss you it can in make there, if like, if you were like a real shady guy, you could like pull up twenty in a bucks. I'll go put yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, oh, it's a luggage valet service, and just you know those rich kids got like expensive shit in their luggage. Fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. Do it. Uh, they. There were secure lockers there, but, uh, of course, they told no one that you're supposed to bring your own padlock yeah. because they're rich kids traveling. They never think about yeah. the possibility that their items could be unsafe. Yeah. Hot tip. If you're ever going to go into hostels, you should carry – they make these uh, padlocks that have, like, steel cables that come out so they can fit through a lot of different shapes. Yeah. You can lock a, a box because it's really common in hostels to be given a box that you need to lock. Yeah. That's just a hot travel tip. you got to carry one there of those around. It's a weird thing. 
Um, the gourmet meals that were many were offered were some of the most iconic pictures of the festival. And they this were, is, yeah. This is when everybody started to, like, the news started breaking. Um, it was, like, styrofoam containers with shredded lettuce and a piece of American cheese just on top or, of yeah. it. Yeah, or, yeah, it's the cheese no sandwich. No ranch. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, the cheese sandwich, yep. yeah. Um, the night got really crazy as people started freaking out. There was a mad rush for tents when everybody finally realized after all the partying that uh, things were pretty fucking bad. Uh And there was nowhere to put your luggage. So there were reports of tent slashings at night, people running around and screaming. Nobody prepared to survive the evening. Um, Food and water were scarce, and what was available was cash only, which no one had because Because of their fire bans. They were told to not bring cash. Um. Within hours, Ja Rule would post saying that he's working to address safety. This was not a scam. You'll get refunded. I'm sorry. This is not my fault. Yeah. Uh, but naturally. I'm taking responsibility, which, you know, at least he said something. Yeah. News was starting to spread, and uh, by Friday morning, an email would go out that. Um, oops, sorry. I lost my spot. Yeah, Friday morning, it would go out telling everybody that the festival was canceled. Some concert goers would land and turn around as soon as they heard the news. There which you is go. smart. Yeah. Hundreds end up trapped in layover airports as the complimentary shuttle flights were stopped, which was a decision uh, by the island or the area because they were like, this isn't safe. We're not going to shuttle any more people here. Yeah. We're going to stop them. The, a crowd of people at one of these airports was literally locked into the building with padlocks. Nice. They nice. didn't know what to do with them, yeah. and they were like, hold on, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait here, I swear to God, we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, a couple people passed out. They started getting panicked. That would be a little scary. Seeing the padlocks would, on the door, yeah. I'd be like, ooh. Being trapped in this That's airport. giving me yeah. bad vibes. Big bad vibes. Um, I would... I would almost be like, damn, if I didn't have my phone, I'd be like, is this a trap? Yeah, I'd be like, like we am might I about be, to get shipped off somewhere? Yeah. So, uh, a crowd of people. Oh, yeah, a few others. My favorite part of this. A few others got there in time, quickly learned that their uh, lodging wouldn't be available, and just went and rented a hotel and had a nice weekend at yeah. the beach. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, well, Fuck shit. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, those those smart people ones. are kings. Yeah, yeah, smart ones. So, um... I was wondering if I missed something. Let me make sure. No, I didn't. Okay, cool. So uh, the it would be within a week before the first of over a dozen civil and criminal lawsuits were filed by companies and people affected by Billy's scam. There you, you go. You know, they canceled the thing. They got everybody back. It took a little while. Billy's like, this was the worst day of my yeah. life, even though I manufactured it by not planning for it at all. And also, dude, if you're going to fuck over a bunch of rich people, you don't think they're going to sue the shit out of you. Oh, like, that's their bread bro, and butter, baby. Absolutely. Like, you're, yeah, stupid fucking scam. And this, the whole thing about this is, like, you know, with, like, uh, Ponzi schemes and shit, you fool the early people. You're yeah. getting, You're getting... The fool works. It yeah. actually is a real scam. Some people are benefiting from it. This is the kind of scam where you had to fucking have something. Yeah. You had you were promising a real thing, and you're just like, oh, I just won't have any of it. Like, And honestly, I know everybody's got to have a job. Like, a lot of the people who are working closely with them are, like, pieces of shit. Yeah. You guys let this go on way too fucking long. Like, you, you should have been, see like... the writing on the wall. Dude, like... and it, it is a dangerous situation. Yeah. They're lucky no one got really seriously hurt. Yep. But, um... Like, lo- lo- having a bunch of fucking super unprepared shitty kids just put on an island with Who no never food had water to survive and cash. In life. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That's ridiculous. And it was so obvious. Like, tons of people were like, you can't do this. 
You can't do this. This isn't going to work. Um, but, you know, nobody stopped him, so it did happen. And we got a sweet podcast episode out of it. <laughs> uh, Billy would eventually be found guilty. Uh, while out on bail awaiting sentencing for his uh, charge, he would be arrested for scamming another $150,000 out of people for a ticket scam that he started where he was promising sweet uh, cheap tickets that. to yeah, Hamilton yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Which, dude, the guy's a fucking junkie. Yeah, that, dude. That's insane. Like, holy shit. Of course they're paying attention to you, dude. The feds yeah, are watching. Yeah, why would you why would you think after you created one of the biggest like festival disasters of probably all time? Of all time. Um you wouldn't be being watched by somebody who can do something about you fucking starting another company. Insane. Yeah. So, yeah, uh he gets that. He was facing up to 75 years in prison for this. Really? In God a plea damn. deal, Billy would get um 6 years of prison. For defrauding, for two counts of wire fraud and like conspiracy to defraud, and he ended up getting out of prison uh, 14 months early. Really? So Billy got four and a half fucking years of prison for Jesus all Christ. of this. At least he, he does owe oh, 26 million dollars in restitution. Damn, 26 million. <laughs> Man's 26 mil in the hole. Never gonna. We absolutely slapped the wrist of a white collar criminal who only failed upward, and now he is under intense financial pressure to pay 26 million dollars off. What the fuck do you think he's gonna do? He's gonna scam people more. That's all he's. The dude is. It's the only thing. The he knows. second one. After, like, when he was, like, awaiting sentencing, that guy should have gone to prison for, like, yeah, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, he... And, if they did... Dude, oh, if I'm, it was anybody else, they would have been fucked up. Yeah, and I'm almost honestly surprised he served any prison time. Like, I... Like, four, any, yeah. Only four and a half fucking years. He should have been got, getting way fucking more. Uh, fun fact, the Marshal Service actually ended up f- auctioning off the f- Firefest merch that they had made. Really? Beca- that they'd seized and made, and uh, they gave the proceeds to the victims. Which oh, I think shit, was cool. nice. That's I could, Some stuff went for, like, I saw some hoodies that had sold in the initial auction for, like, 800 bucks, 500 bucks. You know, it probably didn't raise too, yeah, much, too money, much money. Yeah, But it's something. Um, also, I don't really care that much about many of the yeah, victims. Yeah, victims. Because mean almost all people? of the victims in these situations were the uh, American citizens yeah. who did, paid for the tickets, not the Bahamian residents who... Bahamian, damn it. Residents who... Put were all like, their fucking Who were working on credit and, yeah, on for credit this. And, yeah. yeah. Um, 277 ticket holders reached a $2 million settlement agreement. Their expected payout of $7,200 ended up being... $280. Really? As they uh, the coffers only had $78,000 remaining after putting $1.1 million to accountants and lawyers. Classic. Classic. Yes, you're sending a message? I don't, I, I don't, whatever justice. you want to do. Yeah, justice. I mean, and it, it shows how fucked up it is because the state isn't going to pay you, obviously. No, yeah. You know, but like. They're like, all right, that guy owes you a theoretical fortune. And you're like, okay, <laughs> d- does he have it? And they're like, no. Okay, so, okay. yeah, you're just not going to see it. But he owes it. He owes and, it. And so yeah. instead, uh, we'll give you 300 bucks yeah. to fuck off. Yeah, just shut get, up get and the fuck get out the here. fuck out of our hair. Uh, Marianne Roll was featured uh, prominently in the documentary. She was the woman who worked diligently to feed the workers and uh, the children during yeah, the event. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she used... F- because she didn't get paid out, she used fifty thousand dollars of her own savings Damn. to pay uh, the workers because she just didn't feel good yeah. about them suffering for it too. Yeah, and uh, the documentary scene was really sad. She started crying uh, when mm-hmm. she was explaining it, and that is really tragic. 
so I paused it when I was watching the documentary, and we've talked about this before. I Googled it, and she had a GoFundMe made for her, and she got $240,000 nice, for the nice. 50000 that she'd spent. Yeah. And she gave half of it away to other businesses that had been affected and charities, which is awesome. Good people. Great story. Genuinely like, good God. people. You know, I was like, and I bet nobody who was involved in Firefest donated to not a f- her fucking – like, not even Ja Rule. It's like, this is my fault. Like Andy King, planner in the documentary. Documentary. Uh, he was the guy who said the water guy for water. Yeah, yeah. So when I was doing all this research about it, Andy King was not talked about that much. Yeah, he was way bigger in the documentaries, but it, like ultimately did not seem to matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was kind of, you know, I think for the memes to be honest. Yeah, yeah but true. like he uh, agreed to be in the documentaries. He said to draw attention to the businesses so that money could be like focused back to him. Um, and. Billy took money to be in the uh, d- documentaries or talk about them so that he – well, and I think agreed to, like, sell his life rights or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And um, he paid zero dollars of that to the victims. Of course he did. None of that money ever went back yeah, to Yeah, of course he did. So um, the Ja Rule also thinks that they, he was pretty quiet about a lot of this, and there's been a few different times where people have done interviews with him. They kind of grilled him about it. And I saw one interview where Ja Rule was getting, like, grilled. I can't remember who this guy's name was, but it was, like, this two-and-a-half-minute segment where he, like, asked him a ton of questions. And he, like, you know, he asked him about the the Andy King thing. And and he's like, were you surprised by that? You know, was that crazy to you? And Ja Rule, like, won't say anything. He's, like, kind of laughing, but he, like, won't say and then the woman who's like with him is like yes that's surprise say yes yeah, yeah. and he's like uh, <laughs> of course that's yeah. crazy i was like what the fuck yeah he also was like ja rule why the fuck do you think anybody would trust you to do this and he's like bro this was like the biggest campaign ever this is the biggest ad campaign ever uh, and he's like i want to do it right but like you know, we did that, and I was like, "What? You're taking credit for yeah. fucking like how big it was, yeah. but not for all and also, the insane yeah, and also like taking taking credit for what you think is the good part that happened, but it's like ad campaigns are you're advertising something you can deliver, and you didn't. So it's like your ad campaign failed. It wasn't like at the end of the day, the biggest ad campaign ever was the shittiest ad yeah, campaign ever. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, 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 good for you, it's I like guess. It's like saying, like, I was a really good marketing team for yeah. the Titanic. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he called it the biggest thing, and he, he really won't say much else beyond that about his involvement in it and really doesn't seem that sorry about no, fucking over all those people. Yeah, of course he's not. Again, I don't care about the rich millennials. Just the people who were like the workers, yeah, the workers and stuff and that got ripped yeah. off. Um, Billy is reportedly out in prison and already hatching plans to generate income. Really? Yep. And that is the Fire Festival. I saw, I uh, Googled his name and it said, uh, Where is Billy McFarland now? He is now under the management of a residential re entry management New York, the administrative office overseeing halfway houses yeah. located in southern he's, New York. He's in, yeah, he's in a halfway house yeah. right now. Yeah. That makes sense. What are halfway houses for scammers? Like, don't start uh, a business. They're the same as everybody yeah. else. Don't yeah. start a business. You're probably just with the same, like the alcoholics yeah, and whatever. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But, Man, uh, that's yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? That's bananas, dude. I just, like, 
I remember when that happened. I was just like, this is funny. This, it, like, and granted, it, it, it is. And granted, you know, it's funny because no one got, it was basically just no a died. bunch of rich kids who had to survive for the first time in their life. That's why it's funny. If, if you know, someone could have seriously gotten hurt. Like, yeah, there was, there was all the ingredients there for an actual disaster. And the thing with Andy King is weird. I don't like if it's true that Billy would suggest that. Yeah, But yeah. I'm also like, Billy, or fucking why is this guy getting this involved yeah in this? like yeah. this is like insane yeah you know like you, you should be calling the authorities or like disaster relief teams immediately like it's just that's a that could have been a real crisis you know? i think i don't know i think also it's one of those things where it's like this is a disaster of magnitude that is not really been seen so it's like one of the things where you're trying to make good decisions, but it's just everything's so fucked yeah. up. It's like you're not going to make. I know the right this. It was so, this thing is really weird because yeah. in a kind of a big way, doesn't matter at yeah. all. Yeah, no, I, no, no, yeah. Who care? One guy went to prison. Everybody else maybe lost some money, yeah. wasted their time, had a cool story to tell. They didn't meet Jaw Rule. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh I do want to mention Emily Ratajkowski and Kendall Jenner and all of them who promoed this didn't reveal that it was ad and then didn't say shit about it after yep. that's fucking yeah that's weird and shitty. dicey yeah, yeah i don't i don't really like any dicey. of that so again this is like a victimless rich people yeah. bullshit I, so it's a good disaster to cover and at least the the workers and stuff got paid you know yeah. even though it had to be done by charity good samaritans yeah. yeah yeah still that's got true. paid though but yeah it's fucking wild uh, yeah. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, comment. download, all comment, all those other things, all that fun stuff. What I'm gonna be gone again. I have to remember. I have to be gone again. Remember, but then I won't be gone for a few more weeks. Where? I, when are you leaving? Wednesday. You, Wednesday. Wednesday, and then I'll be gone until Tuesday. Okay. So I won't have to. I mean. I'll let you know because so I have to run some packs on this because yeah. I'm gonna travel. Yeah, I'm gonna travel to the state of Pennsylvania with only this backpack. Okay, and I'm going to decide if I can pack enough clothes in it and fit it under a chair with my laptop in it. If I have my laptop, I should have enough free time to work on it, and I could come in and we could record on Wednesday. Okay, if it doesn't fit, I can't do it this Wednesday or next yeah. Wednesday. Yes, this Wednesday. Yeah. No, no. So we would record the Wednesday, but after. So not this upcoming Wednesday, but yeah, that would yeah. be because uh, I think I've emailed. It'd be the day right weekend, before the episode. So, so. Okay, yeah, that, if, w- that would work. So the, the whole point of that story, guys, is maybe, maybe, maybe. hard, maybe hard. I gotta, maybe. I gotta run some packs, see if my backpack will hold enough yeah, clothes. I need to get a new co-host that stops bullshitting and <laughs> fuck off, <laughs> fuck off. You've messed up our recording days way more That's than also I have. True. That's that is also definitely very true. true. I just be forgetting sometimes. And my Saturdays are pressed. To me, I had yeah, to no, beat yeah. Moog's palace. Yeah, I couldn't. Moog's palace. It's so fair. I can't fair. Be Understandable. Goofing off, being a party clown, can't be a bunch of a sad girls. It's true. And, and boys, and boys, and days. But mostly. Um, but uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We'll see you guys possibly next week. Be safe. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourselves. And we love you so much. Bye bye.